0: Oh, baby, it's the KML Messcast. And now your host, Maine. Oh, baby, 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 baby. Welcome to another edition of the KML Messcast. I'm your host, Maine. Guess what? It's September 13th, 2023. 10.05 in the p.m. And you're here with me, and I'm here with you, and we're just here together. On the week two edition of the Messcast. What are we going to do today? Let me tell you. The same shit we do every week. Recaps. We're going to look at trades that happened this week. Give the lowdown on that. We're going to do a power rankings. Pew, 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 power rankings. Pew, 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 power rankings. And then we're going to get in predictions. We're going to see what happened last week. You're going to get the information that you need to be informed in this league. And I'm here to deliver it to you, you're welcome. Hey, you know what, save the applause. I don't need it, I don't want it. All I want to do is get directly into the Weekly Recap. 20, 20. Weekly Recap. Here's what we're dealing with in the Weekly Recap. I'm doing something a little different. I don't need to tell you the scores, I will tell you the scores, I don't need to break down, I just need to tell you what's important. Everybody saw the scoreboard, you got got your own eyes, you got your own login, you're not looking for me for that. First game, Cabo goes getting by the Viceless in ugly fashion. 91.54, 87.04 for the Viceless. Highlights in this one there are a couple guys that play the dog shit. T. Higgins got a zero. Fucking Viceless had a guy that got a 0.4. Taysom Hill. I mean, well, that was more expected than T. Higgins, let's be honest with that. But what do you need to know coming out of this? The important thing to know coming out of this is both these teams are looking. For some lovin'. <laughs> oh, God, what am I doing? Jesus. Just right into it. I'm not paying attention. Mm. mm Mmm-mm. I knew something didn't feel right, but it feels right now. Little Ryan Guy's truth going down the gut. Mmm-mm-mm. Mmm-mm-mm. Alright, what do you need to know about this matchup? Two teams looking for a little bit of loving. K-Bo goes, didn't get what they needed out of their wide receivers. Didn't get what they wanted out of Patrick Mahomes. Their running back room looks like dog shit, which we already knew was going to look like dog shit. Got lucky to get a win in this one, eking by the Viceless. Viceless, on the other hand, what you need to know about this team, they got some holes to fill. Taysom Hill at tight end, he ain't it. Garrett Wilson at wide receiver, bleh. That looks like it could be rough, especially with fucking Zach Wilson at the helm and then also justin Fields. what's going on how many more weeks until you start hitting the panic button on justin field that's just all i want to know so keep an eye on that there's some question marks that are popping up on the vices that may need to be addressed in the coming weeks i think he's got at least another i think he's got two more weeks i think if he gets through week three and some of these questions haven't been answered haven't worked themselves out he's going to have some issues and we're going to see a little bit of panicking out of the vices who knows though He's usually steady, Eddie. He's usually an even keel. He's usually the rock like Plymouth that you can hit the Mayflower with, and he will keep it together. But that's the highlights of that matchup. Next one, we had Samstown at Reading Dwayne Bow. Samstown 107.69, Reading Dwayne Bow 95.13. This was a good battle. A flicker on flicker battle. P on P. What do you need to know from this matchup? Tua for Samstown oh boy did it look good can he keep it going how long can he stay healthy that was really the biggest story from the Samstown side of things Austin Eckler dealing with a little bit of an injury I'm not too worried about it but Tua is the big storyline for Samstown if he found something in Tua if Tua can keep this up and be like a top four five QB three QB who knows on the season with those wide receivers look out look out I'm just saying it's a hell of a hole that he's filled on the other hand, reading Dwayne. What's he got going on over here? Russell Wilson played uh, okay. Played okay. He passed his first test. Coming back, you know, he got 15 points. It's not what you're looking for, but it's going to be what you need. Uh, uh, other things than that, you I mean, Deontay Johnson's down for four or five weeks. We're going to see what happens there. But Aaron Jones does it for him again. I've never seen a guy more of a Rodgers guy than Aaron Jones. What you need to know about Rodgers' team, he's just going to keep on humming. It was a quiet week one. Yeah, he took the loss, but I think some people are in position. He's just going to have to find somebody to backfill, that Deontay Johnson. He's a little bit thin at wide receiver. Well, I shouldn't say that because he... Oh, Brandon Ayuk was on your bench? Oh, no. I did not see that. Never mind. He's all set. Rodgers is all set. He's looking to brighter days ahead, coming into week two. Next, excuse me, next game, we're going to talk about cream of the crops, getting by a straight bums, homie. 115.76 to 100.41. Tough luck loss for the old bums. Couldn't get it done. What do you need to know about this one? Cream of the crops team is the truth. Deshaun Watson, 20 points. Tyreek Hill, 39 points. This team's the truth. Although, if you're trying to poke holes in it a little bit, if you're trying to poke holes, Gibbs and Stevenson didn't play that well, but you see, they've got to imagine Brighter to the head for both those guys. Wide receiver position wide receiver position for cream of the crops for Bill is going to be an issue. Drake London getting a zero. Gabe Davis getting a 4.2. Ain't going to get it done. And he's going to be relying on the likes of Rondell Moore and Christian Watson. So keep an eye on Bill and see what he does with that wide receiver position. Yes, he has Hill. But who are the next two guys up? Who is his flex and who is his wide receiver too? It's going to be interesting to see how he spreads that around and the adjustments he makes heading into week Two, straight bumps, homie, what do we got on the other side? Ooh. Another QB panic issue. CMC is awesome. Walker's fine. Debo's fine. Mike Evans, whatever. He's going to do Mike Evans things. Uh, biggest question on this team, Lamar Jackson. What is he going to do? Six points. I think I heard something on some podcast the other day, like six design runs or four or four, three design runs the entire fucking game. Is this is the new offense not agreeing with him? Keep an eye on that because that's the biggest issue for this Straight Bumps homie team is Lamar Jackson. He's made his bed and now he's sleeping in it like a little baby boy with his little binky, blinky in one hand, his fucking blanky in the other, his thumb up his butt and he's going goo goo gaga. See what he's going to do with Lamar Jackson. Next up, we had the Keg watch game of the week. That was between... I knew that, that, that was the Jerry Jim Husky. I know I missed one. Uh, next game up was Jerry Jim Husky and three-stripe life. No, that was a keg watch game. Next game up was Salty Dogs and Gordon Lucko. Salty Dogs, 66.75. Gordon Lucko getting an 87, 88-point win. Come on. What's the high-level takeaway here? Jalen Hurts, brighter day than the head. You don't worry about him. Saquon Barkley, I'm amazed he got 7.8 points in that disaster of a game. Jamar Chase, I mean, basically, all you need to know about Salty Dogs is everything's going to be a okay, a okay. He's got a little bit of a flex issue, but I think he solved that. Waivers we'll talk about in a second. Uh, But other than that, like, all those guys, just nobody just showed up. That's all it came down to. I mean, did he have anybody that was over projection? Nope. Nobody. Well, the defense. The defense did better than anticipated. Everybody else other than that was below their projected points. And when you, that happens, you're going to have a bad week. I don't think, you know, I honestly, I don't think the team's tough. I think the team's okay. I know, I know he scored 67 points, but I think it's brighter days ahead for everybody. I don't think it's time to pull the panic button on any of these guys. Just ride it into week two. Gordon Luck, on the other hand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Gordon Luck, at the 88 point win. You got to be happy with that. Justin Herbert played fine. Najee Harris, do we have a Pittsburgh problem? Do we have a Pittsburgh problem? Keep an eye on Pittsburgh. See if that offense can turn it around. Because if we got a Kenny Pickett problem, we got a Pittsburgh problem. We got a Pittsburgh problem. We got a Najee Harris problem. Devontae Adams might not be the best receiver on his team. Amaranth um, St. Brown was great. Dallas Godare. Goddard, I know. Uh, getting a goose. That's never a good thing. Rashad White. I don't know what's going on with that. But kind of another wait and see team. Another wait and see team. Nothing worried about panicking. I wouldn't go panicking yet. I think everything's okay. It's just a, you know, just chalk up to a down week and you're lucky to get a W coming out of there. I think it's okay. So, no no highlights coming out of that matchup there. The cake watch game of the week was Jerry Dam Husky going up against Three Stripe Life. Husky getting 71.74. Three Stripe Life getting 99er in the win. Uh, high level on this one, Jerry Dam Husky. What are we doing with Josh Allen? What are we doing? Josh, what are we doing? You can't be turning the ball over that much. Nine points on the night? On a Monday night game against a, uh, an other team that was going to turn the ball over to you and you're going to get the ball shitloaded and you couldn't fucking get it done? More, You couldn't get double-digit points? <sighs> Derrick Henry getting out-snapped by Tajay Spears. I heard that all fucking week, even though, I mean, snaps don't really give a shit. But... Um... This one's hard to give like highlights on. I mean the biggest highlight is the Josh Allen thing. Just keep an eye on Josh Allen. I know it's been a lot of QB talk obviously cuz the QBs were down, but uh the team's going to shuffle. We know that. But where is he going to get his where is he going to get his floor from? Is Henry going to be able to provide the floor that he wants and is Josh Allen going to be able to provide the floor that he wants? Let's just see what happens there because I'm I'm curious to see how that Tennessee backfield kind of shakes out uh from a snap count perspective over the next few weeks and also what is going on with Josh Allen? I know he'll play better. He's got to play better. He can't play this bad, but he, he look look like at the old Josh Allen. He looked like the old Josh Allen. That's not a good thing. On the flip side of that coin, three-stripe life, Dak Prescott, I think it's another wait and see. That game was so friggin' weird. I know he only got six points, but that's all he had to get to win 40 to nothing. So just let it roll. But ETN and Brees Hall look awesome. I know Hall was on his bench in this one, but oh boy, it looks good. pacheco has got Pacheco sitting there. Brighter days ahead for Pacheco. AJ Brown, Keenan Allen—there's about as steady as he as a fucking gets. Tyler Habey's gonna be okay. Tony Pollitt's gonna beast. I'll tell you what—I have some apologies to make, and I'll be making them in the power rankings section of the episode. But for now, just know through Stripe Life, a okay, nothing to report. And the game of the week. Lived up well, one team lived up to, to expectations. Captain Scurve, 74.98 Scott Secretary, 137.64. High level in on this one, I think it's just, you know, there's there's two highlights for Captain Scurve. Joe Burrow, brighter days ahead, don't worry about it. It's a weird game. Don't worry about all your bangles. They're gonna be just fine. However, J.K. Dobb is done for year. <sighs> What's his running back room look like now? Because he's got Josh Jacobs. And then he's got not a whole lot of anybody else. He's got the handcuff for Jacobs. He's got the handcuff for Henry. And he's got Gus Edwards. So we'll see. Keep an eye on that RB2. See what he does to fill that room. Because it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Also, wide receiver position, Kristen Kirk. I think Kristen Kirk's done. Ridley was so fucking good. He was so good. And Zay Jones was the two. And then you got Ingram over there. You got other, you know, ETN. You got other people to pass to. Kirk... I know he got paid, but my God, is he, is that the rotation? Is that what he's actually going to get the rest of the year? Because if he is, that's not a wide receiver too you can hang your hat on. So all of a sudden you're relying on Cortland Sutton. He did get Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers had a great fucking day. So I guess you can just backfill, swap Kirk with Myers and you're probably okay. But yeah, I think Kirk's gone. I think J.K. Dobbins is out, obviously. But I think it's brighter days ahead for this. Just keep it, just keep a little eye. Keep a little eye on that RB2 position. Because there's a, there's a little bit of uh, work that has to be done with the captain's curse. Scott secretary on the other hand no notes, <laughs> fucking no notes, and yeah, I know you put 137 up, because mainly because of the Cowboys defense, you're high in score in the week, but still, everybody looked fucking great, they really did, Anthony Richardson looked great, I know he didn't start him, but still, he lit fucking 21 points, awesome, Joe Mixon looked fine in a terrible game, Damian, Damian Pierce, he was okay, I mean, I know he only scored 5.7, but brighter days ahead for him, Uh, Calvin Ridley though. Awesome. DK Metcalf looked great in the first half. Stefan Diggs looked great on Monday night. I mean, this is a, this is a good fucking team, man. It's a good fucking team. It really is. If you can stay healthy, it's a good fucking team. So no notes on Scott's secretary. Just, just look at it love it and kiss it on the mouth is what I like to say. You know, let's get into the, let's take a look at the quick stands here before we move on. Top to bottom, number one, Scott Secretary, Cream of the Crops, Samstown, Three Stripe Life, k Ghost, and Gordon Lucko are your top six with their first win of the season. The bottom six, Straight Bum's homie, Reading Dwayne Bow, The Viceless, Captain Scurve, Jerry Dam Husky, and Salty Dogs down there at the bottom. It's okay, though. Baby boys, it's okay. It's early. Let's move on to some trades and transactions. Move 20! Oh, trades and transactions. All right, let's take a look at what's been going down here. Recent activity. Uh, let's look at the trades first. So I'm going to go to here. I'm going to say transaction type is that team. Uh, transactions traded. And then I click here and then I look see what it says. Okay, first trade up Tuesday, September 5th. We already talked about that one, did we? Yeah, 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 Thursday, September 7th, 2-12 in the PM, Jerry Damn Husky and Straight Bumps homie Jerry Damn Husky trading Sam Laporta and Mike Williams for Hunter Henry and Terry McLaurin. Now, the interesting thing about this is the Henry McLaurin side of things didn't look that bad until Jerry Damn Husky dropped Henry before he played and then Henry played very well. I kind of like Laporta. I kind of like Laporta and Mike Williams is going to do Mike Williams things. I think Terry McLaurin. I think he's. I think he's the wide receiver two on his team. I, I don't. I don't feel great about him. But I think you can roll with Michael Williams and I think Sam Laporta is trending up. So I give a slight edge to straight bumps, homie in that trade. Next trade up Tuesday, September twelfth. Jerry Dem Husky added again with Samstown trading Michael Thomas and Josh Allen for Devonte Smith and Tua Tonga we talked earlier about keep an eye out for Tua, keep an eye out for Josh Allen. Josh Allen, gone! I like this trade, actually. I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade. If I had to pick a side, however, I think I'm taking Jerry Dim Husky. I think Tua's legit. I really do. I don't see how... First off, the, all the running backs are hurt, so they have to throw the ball. Tua looks really, really good when he's upright. And Devontae Smith is going to be great. I mean... Devontae Smith better than Michael Thomas, and Tua might be just as good as Josh Allen rest of season. If Josh Allen has this turnover issue, like he showed on Monday night, and, and Buffalo has a little bit of regression, which could be could be a thing. I, I like Tua and I like Devontae a little bit more. I'm going to get the edge there to Jerry Dam Husky. And then uh, today, Wednesday, September 13th, 8:05 a.m., you had a trade between Jerry Dam Husky and the Cabo Ghost. Husky trading Cole Komet, Amari Cooper, and David Montgomery that goes for Kenneth Gainwell, Evan Ingram, and T. Higgins. In all honesty, I think Jerry and him, Husky won. The, I'm not, this is not a bullshit thing. I literally think Husky won the, the side of this trade because I know Gainwell got hurt and he's out, but still, like, he was he was the Eagles' number one back. I mean, he would like, by touches. He would, there, we had no competition, and the Eagles played dog shit. So, brighter days ahead for Gainwell. Evan Ingram is a, I, I really kind of, I hated giving up Ingram because I, I think it's a good piece to have of that, uh, Jacksonville offense with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you want Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball and he got some targets. He looked good. And T. Higgins, again, you got to throw out week one for the Bengals. T. Higgins is going to do what T. Higgins do. He's going to finish as a top 20, like lock it in. You know, I actually think I like the side that of Jerry Husky slightly more. This is more of a panic move out of the ghost. He's just trying to get a little bit of RB depth, you know, a little bit, just a little bit. Just give me one. So we got to take the swing on Montgomery. We got to hope Cooper can get something done. Comets already off the fucking team. So give that edge to the Husky boy. Uh, let's get into what else? Where's the where's the waiver ads? Let me see waiver offers report. Here we go. Offers report. Puka Nakua for forty dollars going to Salty Dogs. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Especially if Cup is out for season or longer term than I mean. Puka looks like legit, and he had good like good rapport with Stafford. I think I like it. I think 40 bucks might end up being a little bit of a steal for Puka. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I know was like, oh, man, you should get Puka, you know, because you had a cup. I don't need him. I mean, where am I going to play him? I got fucking four or five receivers that are probably better than Puka right now. Granted, it might not last for another three weeks, but still, I can't just tack on another receiver just willy-nilly. So let somebody else go get him. Good luck, Scott. You got Puka. Now I get to lose to him this week. Wonderful. Justice Hill to the cable goes for 22 bucks. Taking a swing. I don't even know if I really want any part of that Baltimore backfield, but we'll see how the breakdown goes between Hill and Edwards. And it's worth a shot on the very, very, very slim chance that that backfield isn't a full committee. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Whatever. And that was about all that mattered. You know, there's nothing that was really of consequence, some minor defensive ads and whatnot. Uh, let's get into best and worst of the week. Over 20. Over best and worst of the week. <laughs> I mean, this one's pretty easy. You know, heading into week one. I mean, Scott's secretary had a phenomenal week. He's got to be flying high after years of futility in this league. Years of futility in this league. To come out of a draft with your drafted team, no trades, and just them to put up 137. Granted, I know 36 of that was fucking the Dallas defense. But still, like 120 with a normal defensive performance. It's impressive, man. It really is. So I think Scott's secretary had the best week. Who had the worst week? You could argue Captain Skurve losing J.K. Dobbins. You know, yeah. I think I think I'd, I think I'd say I think I'd say Skurve losing J.K. Dobbins. I, I think I would. I he had, I know it's you know it's easy to pick the other side of the matchup, but Burrow you know Burrow just had a bad game. I think there's brightest days ahead, but it was just a week to forget. It really was just a week for to get for for reminded. So. Moving on from that, let's get into uh, some Power Rankings. Yeah, power rankings. The power! The power! We had some shifts. I've done some reassessment, and I need some apologies here. Okay, Power Rankings going from... Oh, how do I want to do this? Do I need a little fucking... Do I have a short drum roll? Hold on. Let me, yeah, there we go. Okay. Going from 12th to 1st. In 12th place this week in the KML Messcast Power Rankings is... Jerry, damn, Husky, down one spot from 11th last week. Listen, I just got to see it. You can't put up 71 points and expect anything less. I and mean, if you're in 11th place in the power rankings and you lose and the 12th place team wins, it's more by default that you're going to go down to 12. I'm sorry. It's just the way it works. So until I see more out of you, you're in 12th place. I apologize. I think there's brighter days ahead, but uh, just, you know, for, for this week, you got to be in last place. There you go. Moving up one uh, to 11th. Who's in 11th? Let's find out. Down one spot from last week, it's the Salty Dogs in 11th place. Again, you put up 67 points. I know it was a tough day. Everybody had a bad day, but come on. More by default. Where you got to go, you know? Where, Where you going? I got you in 11th place, you know. I know you got Puka. I think that's a nice pickup. I really do, but for now, 11th place. Let's see what happens. Next up... Tenth place down one spot. Even coming off of a win. Cabo ghosts. Guys, my team's bad. <laughs> I'm going say... You don't understand how much of my entire fucking season hinges on Cooper Cup coming back. Like, I don't even care if it's like week six. Just, I need him back. Everything changes. Everything looks better if he comes back. I'm going to be... Re- relying on some crooked numbers for some weird places to try to keep this thing afloat i am not happy with the team obviously happy with the qb but everything else man i am I, I what i need is some footing i need a, i need a foundation to stand on and i haven't seen it yet i don't see where my foundation is in my team and that drives me fucking bonkers it really does so anyway we're scrambling we're scrapping we're clawing we're, co- we're co- coughing we're doing whatever else and we're trying to figure out a way to get this turned around but i'm in 10th place i don't like it but I think it's where I belong. Moving up to the next place, ninth place. Down one, two, three, four, five, six spots this week. It's the Viceless, our biggest falling team this week. And it's simply because of two things. Number one, you didn't show up. You took a tough loss, 87 points. Granted, I fucking dodged a bullet since there were two Algier touchdowns and all sorts of shit that could have tilted it the other way. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You took the loss, and I'll tell you what, I don't like the team, man. I don't like the team. We talked about it in the recap about what's going on with that, but the Garrett Wilson thing, I think, is sneaky massive. Going from Aaron Rodgers down to Zach Wilson in a in a system now that he has to fucking play to, and he didn't play that great last year, and then, I mean, what are you going to do? Even if you bring in, like, Brissette or somebody, it's still going to be fucking awful because it going to be no rapport. Granted, Wilson's awesome, and I think he can fight through a lot of it, but still, what does he go from, like, a top five, you know, wide receiver down to, like, you know, low-end wide receiver two, maybe. It's going to be really interesting to see how that offense looks next couple weeks, especially if Brees looks good. They might just run the fucking ball all the time and only throw the ball like, you know, 15, 20 times a game. It could be like really strange, I'm telling you. So I don't, I'm really worried about the vice list. We'll see what happens. Moving on to eighth place, who we got there? down one spot from last week at seventh straight bumps homie at eighth place this week again just coming off a loss it was a strong performance you had nothing to hang your head about just again is more the way the kooky crumbled than anything no change to your your uh roster you know to speak of but uh fall one spot just based off of the loss moving up to seventh place up one spot is samstown i think i might be a little low on this i think i might be a little low on this but I don't love the fact you give up Tua. I'm gonna say I don't love the fact you give up Tua. I don't like love, love the fact you give up Smith. So now you have Josh Allen. So you lo- you put a lot of chips in the Josh Allen basket, and I'm not sure if that's the basket you want to be in. I'm not sure. That's the bottom six teams. Let's get into who's the playoff teams based on power rankings. Sixth place, three stripe life moving up six spots, twelve to six in one week. Listen, I think I was wrong. I think I was wrong about it. I think I needed a little mini apology. I really do. I mean, I know it's one week. I know it's one week, but I just, I didn't see, I didn't see it coming, man. I didn't see it coming. I really didn't, you know? I didn't see the way the running backs were going to work out. I just didn't see... I just didn't think that the other positions were going to be good enough to overcome the QB position. And yet I think they, I think they might be because I know Dak has done it before. Remember Dak had that one season where he put up like a bunch of points in a row and he fucking was like MVP candidate through like four or five weeks and then he turned his ankle 360. And that was the end of that. But I mean, I'm serious. I mean, if he's got ETN Pacheco hall, And then, like, Mostert. Mostert, I know he's hurt, but Mostert's been great. I think it's going to be at least great until Jeff Wilson comes back. And then Jonathan Taylor back in week five, maybe. I mean, if he gets JT back, this team vaults to another dimension. It really does. I mean, think about who could be rolling out. In a perfect world, think about who could be rolling out. He'd be rolling out Dak at QB, whatever. But then his running backs could be Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, and Travis Etienne as a flex. And then his wide receivers would be Keenan Allen and A.J. Brown. And, oh, he's got Tony Pollard, too. I forgot he had Tony Pollard. Oh, my fuck. So what would his lineup be? It would be Dak at QB. He'd be fucking Tony Pollard, Jonathan Taylor at running back. He'd be Travis Etienne at the flex, probably. And then you'd have A.J. Brown and Keenan. Oh, my God. And then if he just change, If he just, like packages Dak with like a Pacheco and goes and gets like a Josh Allen or a fucking Tua or some shit like oh my oh my god Do I need to have this team higher than sixth? I think I do. <laughs> I think I need to have higher than six. Oh, well, we'll leave him at six this week. We'll have it you know what anyway, Vitaly, I'm sorry. I uh I apologize. I I I did not expect some of these guys to hit the way they hit in week one. And, uh, God, good God, your team looks like it could be fucking really fucking good. Really fucking good. God damn. I th- you should be higher than six. I'm moving you up. Hold on. This doesn't feel right. You should be higher than six. Where do I put you? Boy, do I do it. Yeah, okay. You're not six anymore, you're third. You're third in power rankings. Your team's fucking good. God damn it. God damn it. All right, anyway, back to the fucking... Back to the juice. In, uh... What do we got here? In, uh, sixth place. Gordon Lucko now in sixth place. Unchained from last week. Uh... I mean, he got the win. Yeah. Fifth place. (laughs) re. Fifth place, reading Dwayne, B- reading Dwayne Bowen, fifth place. Uh, again, just he just did what he had to do, you know. He didn't. He had a good performance. Nothing to hang your head, at, you know, hang your head about. Ninety-five points, and you know, you didn't get what you needed out of a couple of different guys. But it's just a solid team. It's just a solid team. It's just a solid, you know, plain white bread team. What are you gonna do? Keep him in fifth. We'll see what happens. How it shakes out the rest of the way. Fourth place, Captain Scurve down from first last week down to fourth this week. I need to. I need to see. I need to see a glimmer this week. I need just need to see a glimmer. Just a look. Get a little something. If you go, I can't see another another fucking seventy point performance. I need something. I just want to see a glimmer from the team. Show me a glimmer and show me how you're going to deal with the RB2. But for now, you're still in fourth. Next. Three-stripe life again. Team looks fucking amazing. It really does. Jeez, fuck, that pissing me off. Second place, cream of the crops up two spots. Great win. Great win. And a good fucking team. I mean... We talked about it before, but if Watson can, like, be fine, if Watson can be fine, Gibbs looks like he's trending up. He's going to get more and more work as the fucking season goes on. Ramondre is great. Really, his issue is just wide receiver, two. And who needs, Who even needs a wide receiver, two when you have fucking uh, Tyreek Hill? And I think Christian Watson might be able to slot it as a nice wide receiver, too, even though they drink lead is trash and Gray Davis is trash. Uh, I think Christian Watson and Tyreek Hill with Ramondre Steven and Jamar Gibbs... And Hawkinson at tight end. I mean, this is this is a good fucking team. This is a good fucking team, too. This is a good fucking solid team. First place. Scott's secretary. God, his team looked good. Just fired all cylinders. Up one spot from last week. Naturally. Looked great. Did what he had to do. Congratulations. Let's move on to. What do we have to do what do we do next? No hotlines. No emails, no fucking calls. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking wants to use the goddamn hotline. I just want to bitch about it behind my fucking back. My sailing. Fucking pussy-ass cowards just stinking up the joint. And fucking on the inside of a fucking clamshell. shell. Wouldn't even fucking dial the fucking digits. We fucking put the speed dial. How, how, how much easier could I make it? I mean, really, how much easier could I possibly make it? Just out of curiosity. I don't know what else to do. Fucking just phone call away. Make your voice heard, but no. Maybe someday. You never know. I'm just stalled. Like finish this beer because I want to have another beer for for the picks. Because we got to get the energy up. Don't we gotta get the energy up? All right. Sit that over there. Put that over there. Get that over here. All boys, let's do it. Let's get into the picks. <clears throat> All righty. Weekly picks. Let's go. We're 20, We're twenty. Picks and predictions. <laughs> Ain't none to it, but to do it. Ain't none to it, but to do it, do it, do it. Do it. Recycling some beats. Had some transfer issues, but we'll be primed to go next week. Don't worry about it. It's still good, beats. Alright. First game I want to talk about is The Viceless at Jerry Dam Husky. Projected points in this one The Viceless, 104.2. Jerry Dam Husky coming off a loss. Projected for 92.9 points. All time record between Jared and Moto favors Moto. Six wins, three losses. All right. Back up, back up. This is going to be an interesting one. Best friend on best friend. Husky Boy versus previous Husky Boy. Let's see what's going to go down. Justin Fields for the Viceless going up against. Tua Tungavailoa for Jerry Dem Husky. I like Tua. I don't have no idea how the platform is favoring Justin Fields. Give me Tua until you see something different, and don't want Fields until he shows me something different. I think that's a big advantage for Jerry Dam Husky. Oh, he's not even starting a guy at flex. Sorry. Project points throw him out the window. Add another 10, 102. It's pretty close. Ryvan, right, running back position Bijan Robinson, James Cook for the Viceless, going up against Jamal Williams, and Derek Henry for Jerry Dam. Give me Bijan. Give me Cook. Cook looked good. Bijan looked amazing. Cook looked good. Two young guys. Usually these rookies always trend better throughout the year. I think everybody can agree on that. So the longer Moto can float the boat with Bijan and James Cook, the better he'll be in the long run. So give me Bijan. Give me Cook. Wide receiver position, Jalen Waddle and Garrett Wilson for the Viceless going up against Devontae Smith and T. Higgins for Jerry Dam Husky. I think I like T. Higgins and I like Devontae Smith just a, just a wee bit better. That Garrett, I'm telling you, I'm scared sh- sh- shitless on the Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson thing. I really am. I'm so curious to see what a full game looks like. I know, obviously, we saw a full game on Monday night, but that was kind of weird. And he saved his fucking day with a touchdown. Other than that, it wasn't that great. So let's see what happens with Garrett Wilson against the Dallas defense. Give me Smith, give me Higgins. Tight end position, Mark Andrews going up against Evan Ingram. I think andrews is going to play obviously it's andrews if he plays tyler algier at flex for the vices going up against tbd for jerry damn husky who's on those men let's see well he's probably going to trade for somebody but it really should be Dotson. you should put dotson out there yeah i'd put dotson out there so dotson uh against dotson give me algier i'm kind of curious i was wondering if Mother was going to do this i thought was, i was curious to see if he would play both of the atlanta running backs at the same time i'm i think there's enough volume there to get it done so I'm really curious to see how it works out for him. Cause it's kind of like it's feast or famine. It's going to be great play. Or it's not going to be that great to play depending on how Atlanta does during the game, but kind of like 49ers at Rams. That should be a feast. Evan McPherson, kicks at Baltimore for the vice bills at Las Vegas and Tyler Bass at Las Vegas as well for the Husky. Give me 49ers at the Rams. I think the Rams are going to fall back down to earth this week after having a nice win last week. So, who am I picking? That's what everybody wants to know, that's why you're here. By the way, last week I went two and four. <laughs> uh, I didn't do that great, guys. I didn't do that great, okay? It was a rough first week. Everybody's having a rough first week. We'll get back on the horse. We'll get back on the horse this time. It'll be better. If I said uh, Jerry Damn Husky, who am I taking? Two winless teams, ninth place and eleventh place, respectively. Who am I taking? This could have been Kegwatch game, but it's too early for Takewatch game. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm taking Viceless. Give me the Viceless. I think he can pull this out. I think Fields plays a little bit better in this one. And I'm just I, I need I wanna see I wanna see how it goes. But I'm gonna take viceless. It's closer than you think, though. It's closer than you think. What are the game times out of this shit too? Uh, let's see. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Ooh, look at that. You sun- got Sunday night waddle. That's fun. Going up against Monday. Jamal Williams on Monday night. Nobody gives a shit about that. Thursday night at 8.15. Kind of interesting. Okay, a little bit interesting here. We're going to see what happens. Uh, see if we get some Monday night pucker. But I think it's going to be a too, little too late. I'm picking the viceless in this one. All right, let's get into the next game. What do we got here? These nuts. Ha Gotti Gotty Okay Bear with me guys, fuck. Alright, next game up Samstown traveling to Captain Skurve. Samstown 1 0, third place. Captain Skurve 0 1, 10th place. Projected points in this one 115 to 99.2 in favor of Samstown by a 15.8 margin. Let's take a look at these teams and see how things are looking. All time record, Turo versus Mina. Where are we at? Minot, Turo. Dead even 7 7. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Josh Allen for Samstown going up against Joe Burrow for Captain Scurve. I got it. Yep. You got to give it to Josh Allen. Joe Burrow gets Baltimore. Not an easy game, but you got to give it to Josh Allen. Austin Eckler, James Conner for Samstown going up against Josh Jacobs and Gus Edwards. Captain Scurve. Very interesting here. I think Eckler going to play. And if Eckler plays, you got to give it to Eckler. I'm um, taking the running backs on the Samstown side of the equation, Jan- Chris Godwin and DeAndre Hopkins for Sam's Town, going up against Cortland Sutton, and Justin Jefferson for Captain Skurf. give me Sutton, give me Jefferson, I want that side of the coin, Justin Jefferson's so fucking good, I know he gets Philadelphia defense, I know it's Thursday night, I know that's kind of fucking weird, it's gonna be fun to see on primetime, but I still think I want Jefferson, it's hard for me to pick against him, I like it a lot, tight end position, good battle here, Travis Kelsey going up against Darren Waller, obviously it's Kelsey, but I am curious, keep an eye on Waller, Keep an eye. Let's see what he looks like. Ooh, I like this flex battle. Zay Flowers for Samstown going up against Jacoby Myers for the scurve. Is Myers for real is the biggest question here. Is Myers for real? Zay Flowers looks like he's for real. I think it's a wash. I love that matchup. I think it's a wash. I think think that's very, very even. Browns are going to Pittsburgh and Greg Joseph at Philadelphia for Samstown. Eagles are going to Minnesota. Yikes. And Justin Tucker for Cincinnati. Obviously, that's a big advantage for the Scurve with the Eagles and Tucker. Who do I think wins this one? I think I'm gonna give it to the Samstown. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Let me just let me look at some game times here. Samstown Sunday, 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 Sunday. Captain Scurve Sunday, 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 Thursday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Okay, it's going to be interesting. we got a lot of um, riding us on Thursday. And also, I'm kind of interested to see how this works because Captain Skurve doing the... It's never fun to do this where you have your defense, your starting defense goes against one of your star players. So it's got Eagles defense going against Justin Jefferson. We're going to know a lot. We're going to know a lot after Thursday. And I'm really, 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 really worried that Thursday might come and go and it might be a tough day for Captain Skurve. And I think Samstown might actually cruise to a pretty decisive victory and become even more insufferable in the chirp than he already is. He's full of himself. Unbelievable. The van- Sometimes the vanity is disgusting. Just. not I mean, really, just... Just disgusting. But hey, some people need to do these types of things. Some people need to do those types of things to make them feel good about themselves. And you know what, if that's what he needs, that's what I'll give him. Game number three. Game number three. Reading Dwayne Bowe. Gordon Lucko. and Wimbo on one eighth place, Gordon Lucko, 1-0 sixth place, projected points in this one, 102.7, 105.7, favoring Gordon Lucko by a measly three points, all-time record, Rob versus Rogers, coming across, eight wins. Three losses and one tie in favor of Rob. Fuck that tie. Screwing up all my fucking pretty, pretty, pretty spreadsheets. Um, Let's take a look at it. What do you say, guys? You want to get into this? Let's take a look. Russell Wilson for Reading Dwayne Bowe. Going up against Justin Herbert for Gordon Lucko. Obviously a big check mark in the Justin Herbert category for Gordon Lucko. Alexander Madison Aaron Jones for Reading Dwayne Bowe. Going up against Najee Harris and Miles Sanders. I think I like Jones and I think I like Madison. CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Ayuk for the bow. Going up against Devontae Adams and Armand Ross St. Brown. I like Adams. I like amon Ross St. Brown. Although CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Ayuk, nothing to shake a stick. Don't don't shake a stick at it. By Juice to think I like amon I think amon Ross is going to have a really big year. He looks good. He looks good. Tight end position. Kyle Pitts for reading Dwayne Bowe. Going up against Dallas Goddardt. Dallas Goddard for Gordon Luck. I don't know. I can't get it through my head, okay? It looks like fucking there. What do you want me to do? Um, I can't take pits. I'm totally off on pits. It's Dallas. there, Goddard. Goddard. Motherfucker. It's Dallas Goddard. Oh my god. It's Dallas Goddard. Fuck me. Flex position. Look who looky who's hiding down here. It's Nikki Chubby. Nicky Chubby against Rashad White. You got to be kidding me. Nick Chubb. Yeah, I already picked the fucking running backs better than Gordon Lucko up top. He didn't have Nick Chubb up there. What do you want me to do? Dolphins at New England. Harrison Bucker at Jacksonville for reading Dwayne Jaguars get Kansas City and Brandon McManus kicks at Kansas City. What are you doing? You cannot play. Were you really going to play Jaguars defense against Kansas? Okay. Okay. Who am I picking this one? It's not hard. It's reading Dwayne Bowe. It's reading Dwayne Bowe. The only advantage was the QB position and maybe the wide receiver position, but then reading Dwayne Bowe is going to come back over the top with heavy RB and then a much better defensive play. I know Robbie's got the fucking uh, tight end too and Dallas Goddard, but I don't know. I just think the is going to take this one. I really do. I think that I think the the running backs and I'm just I can't you can't oh, okay. Well, this is gonna be closer. I think. Hmm. No, nope, I'm sticking with Bo. Sticking with Bo. I've, I wrote it down. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. You wrote it down. Stick with the stick with what you wrote. Got reaction nine times out of ten is the right right one right? Isn't that what they fucking say or some shit? I don't fucking know. I don't read books. What do you want me to do? Moving on to the fourth game this week. These nuts, <laughs> Gotti, Ha! <he. laughs> Got <he. laughs> Right, the fourth game this week is going to be what once have we talked about we talked about the viceless we talked about this one we got to, no, that's gonna be that could be a good one <laughs> how am i doing guys Wow. all right let's talk about that Talk about that so let me let me think for a second hold on hold on hold on let me think let me think let me think that's keg watch game of the week for sure at least those two Okay, I got it. Next game up is Scott's Secretary at Straight Bums, homie. S B H. Very interesting game here. Mainly because I can't tell what the projected points are for Scott's Secretary because he's hiding all of his players minus Anthony Richardson. It's a psych out. Let's see if it works. Scott Secretary, first place, 1-0, Straight Bums, homie, 0-1, seventh place, the winner of all the losers, if you ask me. Let's take a look. We're going to try to piece this one together, guys. Projected points. I can't give you any all-time record. I can give you something. Wingus versus Joel in favor of Wingus. Six wins, three losses. Let's see if it holds. All right. In this one, Anthony Richards is playing. There's no way he doesn't play him this week. So Anthony Richards for Scott's secretary. Going against Lamar Jackson. Give me Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I said it. I don't trust Lamar show it to me let me see it let me feel it let me measure it <laughs> let me let me, let me. <laughs> uh anthony richardson's all you need to know i'm going that side i don't believe in lamar and i'm going to continue not believing in lamar until he scores more than call it what 15 points show me more than 15 points lamar and then maybe i'll come back home but right now anthony richardson gets the nod running back position Christian McCaffrey and Kenneth Walker for straight bums going up against. Call it Joe Mixon and Damian Pierce for Scott Secretary. Give me CMC. Give me Walker. I think that's a pretty much easy call. CMC looks awesome. And he could be in a game script that fucking just, um, just motors for him. I like that side of things. Wide receiver position, Mike Evans and Debo Samuel for straight bums going up against. Stefan Diggs and Calvin Ridley for Scott's secretary. Give me Diggs. Give me Ridley. God, they look fucking good. God, they look good. Is that the best three-wide receiver set in the fucking league? Diggs, Ridley, and Metcalf? Might be. Uh, moving on to the tight end position. Sam Laporta for straight bums going up again. David Njoku. Give me Laporta. I kind of like it. Piece of the Lions offense. Let's go. I like Laporta there. Uh, Flex position, Javante Williams versus DK Metcalf. Give me Metcalf. I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns this year, and I like him again to score a touchdown this week. So I'm taking Metcalf on that side. Defense. Who are we starting over here? Cowboys at Jets. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that legal? Cameron Dicker, the kicker at Tennessee for Joel, going up against Broncos defense at Washington, Jake Elliott at Minnesota. It's obviously Dallas at Jets could be fucking brutal. That might be horrific. Who am I taking in this one? It's the SS. Non-Jew killing ones. It's the Scott secretary, and I think I like him big. I think he rolls. I really do. I think he rolls. I think McCaffrey's going to be fine, but I think he rocking roll. I think he wins by... God. 20? Maybe more? I hate to say it. I don't think it's close, though. I really don't. I think Scott secretary fucking rolls and is flying high. Anyway, let's talk about the watch game. The watch Game of the Week. Yucky. That's that's not my poop, but it's it's poop. That's poop. I mean you're wondering about that sound versus that's poop Yeah, that's poop <laughs> uh-huh. Breathe the fire over her everybody Keg Watch game of the week is Salty Dogs at Cabo Ghosts. Salty Dogs 0 1 12th place, Cabo Ghosts 1 0 5th place. Projected points in this one 107.6 for the Dogs, 97.7 for the Ghosts. That's a 9.9 advantage in favor of the Dogs. You gotta say it that way because there's a W in it. All time record, vs. Scott 11 wins, 4 losses in favor of Mainer. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Is that the most wins? That's, uh, so that's the tide for the most wins against one opponent versus another opponent. All right, salty dogs and Campau Ghosts. Let's see what this mess looks like. Jalen Hurts for salty dogs going up against Patrick Mahomes for the ghosts. Uh, Jalen Hurts gets to play in Minnesota. <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Jalen Hurts big. I like him big. Maybe not big, but I like him. I think Jalen Hurts gets it done. On, uh, on that side of things. Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook for the dogs, going up against Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery for the ghosts. Uh, it's Saquon, it's Cook, and it's not It's not close. It's not close. Jamar Chase and Pukanukua. Pukanukua, Pukanukua, Pukanukua. To say Jamar Chase and Puka Nakua for salty dogs going up against Chris Olave and Amari Cooper for the ghosts. Give me Chase, give me Puka. I like Chase, I like Puka. Fuck Pat Fryermuth for the dogs going up against Hunter Henry for the ghosts. I like Pat Fryermuth. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, salty dogs. George Pickens gets Cleveland, K Bow Ghost gets Jordan. Ad- hey, look! Oh, Jordan Assey gets Philadelphia. Uh, Give me Jordan Addison, but it's close. Uh, Saints at Carolina. young hu Wei, ku at Green Bay for the Dogs. Giants get Arizona. And Jason Myers kicks at Detroit. For Seattle. Um, What's my path to victory here? Like Philadelphia gets up by so many that they have to run the ball a bunch, and Jalen Hurts doesn't have to play a fourth quarter like he used to last year. Oh, this is gonna be rough. I like the Dogs. It's not even. It's not like I wish I could say like, oh, it's a reverse jinx, and not a fucking reverse jinx. I like the Dogs. I like the Dogs. That's depressing. That's really depressing. Uh, I'm not having fun this year. Stop everything. Uh, That's why it's Kate Watch Game of the Week. My team's awful. (laughs) I'm grinding, guys. I'm grinding over here. Uh, Game of the Week. Let's do it. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML game of the week. Game of the week. Energy's been down. My energy's been down today. And I'm. Do I apologize? I might apologize. Anyway, game of the week. From Kegwatch Game of the Week to Game of the Week this week, it's 3-Stripe Life going to Cream of the Crop, 3-Stripe Life, one 4th place, Cream of the Crops, one place, 2 versus 4. Projected points in this one, 102.3 for 3-Stripe Life, 101.6 for Cream of the Crops. It don't take no goddamn Einstein. It don't take no fucking motherfucking calculus to figure out. That's less than one point difference. All-time record between these two Fools, Vit versus Bill, favors Vit eight wins, four losses. Let's get into the nitty, and then let's get into the gritty. Starting with the nitty, we got Dak Press, got the QB position for three-stripe, Going up against Deshaun Watson for the crops. I like Deshaun Watson, give me Deshaun Watson. Running back position, Travis Etienne and I Pacheco for three-stripe life, he's doing it again, don't worry, we'll see him in flex. Travis Etienne, Isaiah Pacheco for the three-stripe life. Going against Ramondre, Stevenson, and Gibbs for cream of the crops. I like Stevenson. I like Gibbs. I, I Etienne had a great fucking week, but I think I think Ramondre at Miami could be a real... There's a lot of passing work that he had there, and Gibbs gets worked in more and more and more and more and more. So I like Ramondre, and I like Gibbs. Wide receiver position, Keenan, Allen, and A.J. Brown for three-stripe. Going against Drake, London, and Gabe Davis. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yucky. 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 Who do I want more though? Keenan Allen, AJ Brown—that's easy. Tyler Higby at the tight end position with three stripes going against TJ Hawkins for cream of the crops. Give me Hawk. I believe that's the first. No, nope, that's—I a, that's a, yeah, like Hawk. I like Hawk there. And then here we go. Here we motherfucking go. Running back position: Tony Pollard in the flex, Tyreek Hill in the flex for cream of the crops. Give me—I can't. I give me Hill. It's close, man. It's close, but Hill. Is he going to get 2,000 yards like he fucking promised this year? It looks like it. It looks like it, my man. Fuck. Colts defense at Houston. Daniel Carlson at Buffalo. Falcons defense at Green Bay. Jason Sanders at New England. I like Colts at Houston. I like Daniel Carlson at Buffalo. Let's see who's going to win this matchup. So we got QB, wide receiver, flex in tight end position, advantage for cream of the crops. Over everything else, three strip life is doing. I'm taking crops. I'm taking crops. COTC. I just think that it's a more complete team. I think he can he can stack up points from a couple other positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the wide receivers are rough. I don't like the Drake London to start. I wish he'd start somebody else. Who's he have? Let's take a look. Oh yuck! <laughs> oh yuck! Hopefully, Watson plays. If Watson plays, you can pop up Watson in there, and that might be a little bit better, but man, oh man, that might be a real rough wide receiver room. Still, I think you can get it done. I think Deshaun Watson gets better and better. I worry about Dak at Jets. It's a good-ass defense. Uh, give me crops. I like the crops in this one. Let's go. 5-0 this week. That's going to feel fucking good, isn't it? How are we living? I think we're good. Let's get into some final thoughts. Oh, Final thoughts. Week one's always so hard. I feel like week one's gotten harder since preseason shorter because everything's fucked up for an extra week. You know, like what's real and what's not. That's what it really comes down to what's real and what's not. Week two's gonna be all out finding out what's real and what's not. Did the people actually suck, or they just have a bad week? Did people have a bad week, or do they actually suck? That's what we need to get to the bottom of, and that's what we're gonna find out. That's why I like week two. Week two is gonna be fun. What do we have for Thursday? We got two Monday night football games, Ooh, buddy. What are the fucking uh... Thursday night's gonna be fucking fun? I like that Vikings and Eagles. That's gonna be a lot of fun tomorrow night, and then Monday night we got Saints Panthers. Yucky. Browns Steelers. Yucky. Oh, buddy. Why do they do that? I don't like that. Two games is nice, but stacking them. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Week two, like I was saying, it's a fucking find out, so fucking uh, figure shit out. I'm gonna be curious though, because you know, you you lose your first game, you're like 0 and one, you're like, yeah, it's no big deal, you know, whatever. You fucking tough nuts, tough luck, you know. Fucking the dice just didn't roll my way this week, but you go 0 and two, you start looking at yourself in the mirror. Maybe you actually respond to a fucking trade request in a second, in a while, instead of just fucking let them fester like an open wound in the fucking inbox, didn't even fucking pay attention to it. So, 0-2, I think, it's going to start taking some stuff up. I think we'll go see some big moves after next week. But right now, I think it's going to be another quiet week going through the weekend. But then, uh, yeah. fireworks might start. Especially if we see, like, a bunch of 2-0 and a bunch of 0-2 teams. Everybody's 1-1. You know, whatever. You no, know it's going to happen. But, I mean, we got, like, three or four 0-2s and three or four 2-0s. Could get interesting pretty fucking quick because you don't want to get too far behind the 8-ball. Anyway, I'm going to finish this beer. I'm going to go to bed. It's fucking, what, 11:03. Fine. Thank you for tuning into another edition of the Camo guest I'm your host, Main. 317 KML Rats. Camo Mescast at gmail.com. Always on the lookout for a guest host. Maybe we'll get somebody in here soon. There's been some rumblings. And you know what? Hey, maybe next week we'll play the fucking audio from draft. You never know. <laughs> I love each and every one of you. Sweet dreams, baby boys. Good luck this week. Let's go. It's a little piece of shining light.